listening to WETF, the Jazz Station, South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. Thank you for joining us today, and hope you're in the mood for some good chamber jazz. Some music not terribly uh, well-known, although the individual players are well-known. We're going to be listening to the music of the Teddy Wilson Quintet and Sextet, as they were... uh, in evidence on records and uh, V-discs and transcriptions and so forth, in 1944-1945. We started out with two tracks that were recorded for the Musicraft label in 1944, December 18th of 1944, in fact. This was the Teddy Wilson uh, Quintet. Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Teddy Wilson on piano, Billy Taylor on bass, Maury Feld on drums, Red Norvo on vibraphone, and 
on the second tune, Maxine Sullivan on vocals. We started out with Just You, Just Me, and then Every Time We Say Goodbye. And these musicians were familiar to each other from numerous club appearances and 52nd Street appearances and so forth, but most of them were working together at this point on a radio show uh, for the CBS radio network backing the singer Mildred Bailey. They were working in Paul Barron's orchestra. He was the music director for Mildred Bailey's program, which uh, lasted four or five months in the fall of 1944 uh, leading into the beginning months of 1945. Of course, Mildred Bailey was a well-known singer from the early 1930s. She and Red Norvo had been married for about 10 years. That had ended in the, about 1942, but they were still musical associates and friends from that point on. And uh, Bailey, who was a Native American, or had Native American uh, lineage at any rate, uh, was uh, very sensitive to uh, including African-American musicians in her backing groups, both on recordings and in her radio bands as well. And so we have people like Charlie Shavers or Roy Eldridge playing trumpet, uh, Teddy Wilson playing piano. Teddy Wilson was her favorite accompanist, and uh, he and her uh, former husband, Red Norvo, uh, got along extremely well musically, as we will hear. They also played together around the same time in the Benny Goodman sextet. So we're going to go on and listen to a couple of tunes from the next uh, recording date that this group did. More or less the same group in the front line anyway. Charlie Shavers, Teddy Wilson, and Red Norvo, along with Maxine Sullivan on the vocals. Spex Powell was on the drums and Al Hall on the bass in this case. And we're going to hear uh, Just For You Blues, a kind of a... Uh, an unusual selection. This band didn't record too many blues. It was considered a very sophisticated group. Many of the arrangements you're hearing were probably uh, head arrangements created by uh, Norvo, Wilson, and Shavers, all of whom were very good arrangers. And uh, they were, uh, as I said, a working unit on this Mildred Bailey program, and they used some of these arrangements uh, during those programs as well. So starting with Just For You Blues, which is credited to Teddy Wilson, we're going to go to uh, another uh, series of recordings that were made around the same time for V-Disc, Victory Discs, uh, that were sent to servicemen overseas, this being the very end of World War II, uh, and uh, they were not released commercially. These were um, recorded by standard transcriptions and used for occasionally for transcription material for radio shows, but also uh, repurposed for these V-Disc broadcasts. We're going to hear uh, After You've Gone... How High the Moon, I'm Confessin', and China Boy. All of these are, are relatively brief performances on the shorter side of a 78 RPM record, but feature great jazz playing. And this is credited to the All-Star Sextet. Again, more or less all taken from the um, uh, Mildred Bailey show. Charlie Shavers, Red Norvo, and Teddy Wilson are the, uh, the linchpins there. We're also going to hear Remo Palmieri on guitar, Al Hall on bass, and Spex Powell on drums. And these are probably, we don't know exactly the date, but probably from November of 44, although some of them might have been from the spring of 1945 as well. So that is our next set, the Teddy Wilson Quintet featuring, actually a sextet, featuring Maxine Sullivan on Just For You Blues. Actually, she doesn't sing on this one. We're going to be hearing from her again later in the program. And then the all-star sextet, very similar, almost the same group. After You've Gone, How High the Moon, I'm Confessin', and China Boy.
was the Teddy Wilson Quintet Sextet, All-Star Sextet, more or less the same personnel all through it. We started out with the Just For You Blues, a good blues performance featuring Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Teddy Wilson on piano, Billy Taylor on bass, and Maury Feld on drums with Red Norvo on vibraphone. That was done for the Music Craft label in December of 1944. Roughly the same time, not sure exactly when, probably in November of 1944, uh, for V-Disc and or standard transcriptions come the following four tunes. After you've gone, uh, kind of a blistering tempo uh, for that band with some uh, introductory figures that were taken over a little bit later by Woody Herman. We have uh, close harmony of trumpet, uh, xylophone, or vibraphone rather, and uh, piano, all really uniting in there, and kind of a pre-bebop type of sound. None of these players were bebop players, uh, with one exception, with reservations, but uh, they were all very advanced swing players. And uh, as I said, the, the musicians in this group, which was the all-star sextet, were all working for CBS Radio in Paul Barron's orchestra, backing uh, Mildred Bailey on her show, and also doing some other uh, commercial work besides. The drummer, Spex Powell, was an African-American player who'd played with Edgar Hayes and a number of great jazz players in the late 30s and early 40s. He was the first African-American to be hired as a studio musician by CBS, and that was in 1943. And uh, he was followed very quickly by Al Hall on bass and uh, Teddy Wilson on piano as uh, an African-American contingent in uh, the CBS studio system, and that was unusual. And uh, Hall and Spex Powell, uh, mainly Hall, uh, later transitioned to go into the Broadway pit uh, orchestras, which was another thing that was uh, unusual for African-American musicians at the time. They broke down a lot of color lines that way, and I think you can thank CBS and especially Mildred Bailey uh, probably for uh, encouraging that. Charlie Shavers was only about uh, 24, 25 years old at the time. We've uh, featured him on a number of shows and podcasts in the past. My podcast, Jazz Focus, can be heard on Spotify or Apple or Anchor.fm, which is our home. Please check out some of our previous things. Uh, he was considered one of the most advanced swing trumpet soloists. He had a magnificent technique, and he was uh, extensively recorded, even from his teen years, starting about 1936, with uh, various bands, including John Kirby's band, for which he was the chief arranger, even when he was a teenager. Red Norvo, of course, had a long career, uh, stretching back to about 1930. He had been on the vaudeville stage as a, a part of a xylophone act in the 1920s. Uh, after marrying Mildred Bailey, he uh, started recording more jazz and uh, became very well known as the first jazz xylophonist and vibraphonist of the 1930s. He led his own band, or co-led it with Mildred Bailey in the 1930s, one of the most sophisticated of all the big bands. And by the 40s, of course, he was doing studio work and later returned to Benny Goodman for about a year or so with his sextet, where he was joined by Teddy Wilson, who had uh, come up uh, through uh, his Texas roots. He was born in 1912 uh, and uh, went to Wilberforce University, where he was a music major. He played some woodwind instruments as well as piano and uh, cello and violin. Uh, he uh, was active in Chicago in the late 1920s, uh, early 1930s. He had uh, recorded with Louis Armstrong's big band and then came to New York where he was snapped up by Benny Carter, who had great taste in piano players, and uh, played with the Carter Band for a couple of years uh, before uh, joining Benny Goodman and uh, playing with his trio and quartet, as well as leading that great series of recordings for Brunswick, many of which, most of which featured Billie Holiday. After a short 
tour our term leading a big band, which was an exceptional big band, but didn't have a lot of commercial success, he returned to small groups on 52nd Street. We've done a couple of shows on uh, various uh, groups that he led then, including some that featured the great clarinet player Edmund Hall. And then he went into the studios, as I said, in about 1944, uh, emerging to play with Benny Goodman, but he stayed with CBS for quite a while, even into the 1950s. The last member of this group... Uh, recording with the All-Star Sextet, was the guitar player, Remo Palmieri, who later uh, chopped the final eye off his name and became Remo Palmier. He was born in New York City. He was actually the most progressive, I guess you'd have to say, soloist in this band. He had recorded with a number of the bebop players, including Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie, in the mid-1940s, uh, and he uh, was also a very well-trained musician who went into the studios as well. Uh, he recorded quite extensively in the mid-40s and then had about a 30-year hiatus from the recording studios before he was rediscovered in the 1970s and started playing again with people like Benny Goodman and Herb Ellis and so forth. We're going to uh, continue with this group uh, for the next three or four tunes. We're going to hear their version of the old standard Rose Room. I guess I should also tell you what you just heard. We talked about After You've Gone. We then heard How High the Moon, which was a pop tune from 1939, but had been embraced by the bebop players. And uh, we heard hints of the Little Benny Harris tune ornithology in there as well. Then we went back in time to I'm Confessing That I Love You, a Louis Armstrong feature suitably featuring Charlie Shavers at his dramatic best there. And then a very bright version of the tune China Boy, which featured some of the nifty little arranging touches that uh, the Benny Goodman groups were known for, the small groups. And Teddy Wilson was probably responsible for quite a few of those touches in the 1930s. And here he's doing it again in the 1940s with this group. So then onwards and upwards, the same group, uh, recording for V-Discs or Standard Transcriptions, uh, Rose Room, another Benny Goodman favorite. This one goes back to about 1919, and Art Hickman and his band. Then an original tune, don't know who it's by, quite possibly by um, Teddy Wilson himself. It's called Speculation, a little bit more uh, searching in the uh, harmonic scheme of this tune. Then, too, the great jazz standard, Sweet Georgia Brown, which will give us some little bit of bebop uh, look ahead. I uh, can also compare this to the John Kirby recording featuring uh, the playing and arrangement of Charlie Shavers from a few years earlier. After that, we're going to go back to those music craft sides that I mentioned. We're going to hear I Surrender Dear, a great uh, ballad from... Uh, 1930-31, again, uh, made famous by Louis Armstrong, but uh, Bing Crosby certainly had a great recording of this, and we'll hear a nice dramatic reading, again, featuring Charlie Shavers, and then finish up with uh, a bright-tempoed Running Wild. So those two were by the Teddy Wilson Quintet, Music Craft, January 15th of 1945. Uh, we have Shavers and Wilson and Norvo and Hall and Powell on that one. We do not have Remo Palmier, unfortunately, but uh, the rest of the musicians are given a little extra space because of that. So those are our tunes for this set, the uh, Teddy Wilson Quintet slash the All-Star Sextet, Roseroom, Speculation, Sweet Georgia Brown, I Surrender Deer, and Runnin' Wild.
that was the Teddy Wilson Sextet and uh, All-Star Sextet. Uh, actually, it was the Teddy Wilson Quintet recording for Musicraft that uh, gave us the last two tunes. But we started out with Rose Room, then went to the original tune, probably by Teddy Wilson, called Speculation, and then Sweet Georgia Brown, all good straight-ahead jazz tunes by uh, the All-Star Sextet, featuring Teddy Wilson on piano, Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Red Norvo on vibraphone, um, Probably all three of those fellows contributed to the arrangements. I have to say that uh, they were all notable arrangers or noted arrangers in their own right. And a uh, very effective small group uh, organization there. Nothing over-arranged, certainly, but some really nifty little uh, arranging touches. Some, similar to that which you would have heard in the Benny Goodman small groups from the same period. And indeed, Norvo and... Uh, Teddy Wilson left not too long after these recordings to return to Benny Goodman, at least for a while. Although, as I said, Teddy Wilson stayed associated with the CBS staff orchestras for many years after this point. And this was uh, done probably in the in the late uh, winter or late part of 1944, November, December, maybe going into the early part of 1945. They were recorded for standard transcriptions, and some were released on V-discs for the war effort as well. And we finished up uh, that set with two tunes, I Surrender Dear and Runnin' Wild, uh, both with a similar group, uh, minus Remo Palmieri on guitar. He had been on the standard transcriptions, as were Al Hall on bass and Spex Powell on drums. But the Musicraft recordings omitted the, the guitar. Musicraft was an interesting uh, record label that started in the late 30s, 1937-38, primarily as a classical and as a show uh, recording company. They recorded classical music, but they were also responsible for one of the first cast recordings of a Broadway show. Actually, it was an off-Broadway show called The Cradle Will Rock by uh, Mark Blitzstein. By the mid-1940s, they had transitioned over to a largely jazz uh, approach, and uh, Teddy Wilson, Harry the Hipster Gibson, Duke Ellington, Artie Shaw, quite a few uh, noted uh, recording artists appeared on Musicraft in the mid to late 1940s. So we're going to finish up this program with two more Musicraft sides. One is called This Heart of Mine, which will also feature Maxine Sullivan. We heard Maxine Sullivan in the second tune of this program. She had, of course, sung with the John Kirby uh, sextet in the 1930s. She was married to John Kirby for a while. She had sung with Benny Carter's big band and went out on her own as well. She was a very... Um, well-respected and effective jazz singer, although a very understated one. And her career uh, came and went uh, over various times up until the 1980s, where she made some excellent recordings for the Concord label. So she's going to sing, as I said, This Heart of Mine by Frieden Warren. And then we're going to finish off with an instrumental, a uh, good uh, up-tempo romp on the bugle call rag. Good swing standard there. So you've been listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. This is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. Hope you're enjoying these programs, and make a point of stopping in every week to listen to some fine, if underheard, jazz. So thank you very much, and hope to meet you on these airwaves again next week. Thank you.
heart of mine was doing very well. The world was fine as far as I could tell, and then quite suddenly I met you, and I dreamed of gay amour. At dawn I woke up singing sentimental. This heart of mine is gaily dancing now. I taste the wine of real romancing now. Somehow this crazy world has taken hold. As long as life endures, it's you, this heart of mine. <laughs> 